This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Um, the reason why I'm starting this show on a relatively sombre tone is uh, unfortunately there's been some very sad news uh, regarding the World Cup and I've only just learned of this this morning in uh, across Twitter and social media. Um, and that, that is that Grant Val. Um, hope I pronounced that correctly, uh, sadly passed away. He's a journalist who uh, I believe is from the United States uh, who uh, travel over to Qatar for the World Cup. Some of you may remember him for his work in journalism and others may remember him more uh, so for seeing him go viral at the start of the World Cup for wearing a rainbow shirt ahead of one of the World Cup games and being denied access before later gaining access to uh, one of the World Cup games. Um, the circumstances of his passing were that he collapsed during the game yesterday at, uh, in the Argentina game. And um, it's very, very sad to hear this. So my thoughts are with um, Grant's family and friends at what is, I'm sure, a very, very difficult time. Um, good morning to everybody joining us live in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. I uh, hope you had a fantastic week so far. We are now at the weekend. And... Um, Although football is secondary to what I've just mentioned, uh, there is obviously some very uh, interesting clashes going on today that I'm sure, hopefully, England fans in particular will be able to enjoy. Uh, good morning to Blackshine, to Stevie. Uh, good morning to Paul and Yomi and Vivian. Good morning to Gunnar King. Uh, good morning to uh, Mike in Perth, Rohit, Abdullahi, Temi, Jose, Stephen, 
Mr. Arsenal, Peter, Bradley, Femi, Odirile and Rich. Good morning to everybody else, of course. Joining us in the chat box, Kevin says, good morning, TGT family and Tom. has been a while since I made a live show, but catch up every day. Very proud to be part of the family and know that I've got a few work colleagues that now watch TGT as well. Kevin, thank you so much. Uh, and for spreading the, the pods as well. It means a lot. Uh, let's kick on with our first story of the day. Uh, Emi Martinez, former Arsenal goalkeeper, helped Argentina through to the semi-finals of the World Cup with a very impressive penalty performance. I know that he's not everyone's cup of tea after his antics of leaving Arsenal and consistently talking about Arsenal and had Argentina gone out of the competition, I'm sure he would have found some way to blame it on the Gunners. However, it was a very telling post-match interview um, in which he very scathingly criticised the referee. Uh, if, you know, he, I think he, you called him useless. I think he said he hopes he never referees us again. If you haven't yet out yet checked his interview, which was done in English, um, find it. It's quite the spectacle. I wonder if he'll face any retrospective action because of his words. Uh, I can't imagine Jose Mourinho saying that in a post-Premier League interview and getting away with it. So I wonder how Emi Martinez will get away with that. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Martinelli has reportedly already left the first team, uh, the hotel in uh, in the Brazil camp and was the first one to leave uh, of the Brazil side after they were eliminated from the World Cup. Martinelli did not play uh, in the uh, in the game. And despite a lot of calls from plenty of Arsenal fans and big accounts that I follow suggesting that he should be coming on, I was very much sitting there like, nope, keep him on the bench. Do not play him. <laughs> Just do not risk him. And thankfully, we have come away from the World Cup with Martinelli unscathed and fully fit. He will return to the Arsenal squad in Dubai as soon as feasibly possible uh, and hopefully be available now for that game against West Ham on Boxing Day. Of course, there is a greater than 10-day break between now and that game, uh, which means he should be back in training. He may even be available for the game against Juventus on the 7th, if he uh, in the, on the 17th, sorry, if indeed he does choose not to fulfil his entire break. Um, both uh, Bakaya Saka and Kylian Mbappe meet each other today in a quarterfinal face-off between England and France. Very, very interesting game. Uh, I think either of these sides that win today are arguably potentially the favourites for the competition. I know a lot of people would put Argentina still as their favourites for the competition. But I think if either of these two sides progress, they will probably, amongst a lot of the bookies, be put up as potential favourites for the tournament. Of course, as an England fan, I want to see England win tonight. I'm sure there are plenty of people that watch the show that aren't England fans or want England to go home, so Saka is protected. And, you know, I am an Arsenal fan beyond anything else. But uh, my affiliation to England still means that I would love them to progress and, you know, win a World Cup. It would be crazy. After I've been so critical of Gareth Southgate, uh, I'd still love us, of course, because my pride comes second to any of my sides winning anything. Is it coming home? Well, it's a big step forwards if they do indeed beat uh, the French a little bit later on this evening. Of course, the other game to catch today is uh, Morocco against Portugal. Will Gonzalo Ramos start once again or will Ronaldo be brought back in? You have to say, if you can score a hat-trick, in a World Cup last 16 bout after replacing the guy that's been benched and then you get replaced by him. What kind of message does that send out? I'm not sure. So I'm hoping Fernando Santos continues to bench Ronaldo and Gonzalo Ramos maintains his spot in the Portuguese side. Uh, Ethan Nuanieri and Miles Lewis Skelly are reportedly remaining in contact over contract talks with Arsenal. However, with both still yet to be signed up to professional deals, we are awaiting confirmation on when that will happen. And there are plenty of clubs circling both uh, both players. 
Manchester City, Liverpool, United, Chelsea are all mentioned as potential uh, clubs that are looking to try and negotiate potential steals for both talents. Arsenal will be working very hard to try and secure the futures of both of them. Uh, Arsenal have done really significant steps to try and convince both that there is a pathway into the Arsenal first team. Of course, Ethan Nguyenieri got a Premier League debut to become the youngest ever Premier League debutant uh, when he came on against Brentford. Miles Lewis Skelly has been given gradually more and more opportunities despite being still very much a teenager and playing with the uh, the under-21s and uh, has now played, of course, in the senior side in the friendlies against Watford and yesterday, not yesterday, day before yesterday, against Lyon. So hopefully Arsenal can get these two signed up to brand new contracts. Uh, moving forward, Arsenal apparently have a bid rejected uh, for Yunus Musa. We've talked about this. Um, wow. See you later. Just an awful, awful message uh, in the chat box. Um, Arsenal have had a bid rejected uh, for Yunus Musa, uh, and specifically the player, of course, used to play for Arsenal, came through uh, in the youth system and was let go because he, well, not let go, he really kind of pushed forward to try and uh, make that move to, uh, to, to make himself basically a name because he knew he wasn't going to get a pathway at Arsenal. Uh, and because of that, of course, he's made that he's made that decision to move. You can probably tell I was a little bit thrown off here by a really horrible comment in our chat box. A shame that we've got listeners like that, those that are tuning in late or catching up. I'm sure are wondering what it is. Honestly, it's not worth your time. Uh, don't don't ruin your days with people like that. Um, but yes, Yunus Musa moved away from Arsenal, of course, so that he could try and make a name for himself elsewhere. He's done that with Valencia and done very very well indeed. Um, and uh, and is of course now. Managed to get into the US men's national team and become a really big part of that side. But Arsenal reportedly have had a bid rejected. How true that is, I'm not sure. I've not heard anything myself, um, but I'm awaiting any confirmation on that. I'll try and do some digging on it. But uh, the reports coming out of Italy claiming that uh, other Italian teams are looking at Yunus Musa and the reportedly that Arsenal have had a bid rejected. Uh, according to German outlets, Arsenal have not made any kind of inquiry for Leroy Sané. Uh, the German international and winger has, of course, been mentioned a number of times as a potential target for Mikel Arteta, who used to work with him at Manchester City. Uh, but according to Bilds, um, Christian Falk, apparently that has not happened. That is not the case. Arsenal have not made any kind of inquiry and are not looking to try and sign him at this stage. And lastly, our headline story of the day, uh, Evan Ndika uh, of Frankfurt reportedly, according to Il Romanista, which is an Italian outlet focusing specifically on Roma and has got a fair amount of credibility for some of the stuff that has been associated with it, despite it being a bit of a branch of the Calcio Mercato monster that is. Um, apparently Arsenal have reached an agreement with Evan and Dika to sign him on a free. Now, there has been whispers and rumours about Arsenal really trying to work behind the scenes on a potential deal for Ndika. So certainly Arsenal's interest in the player is real. I don't personally know if it's true that they've reached an agreement. Again, I'll do my best over this weekend to try and do some digging on this. But when I spoke to someone um, based in Germany about this yesterday, they were questioning where the reports were coming from. So make of that what you will. Um, but we'll, of course, endeavour to try and find out. I am keen to do a breakdown because I know that we are linked with him and I know that we are and have a serious interest in him. Whether we've reached an agreement is the part that I'm still yet trying to find out. 
Um, however, we'll endeavor to do a breakdown on him as soon as possible. And I look forward to kind of finding out as much as I can about Evan Indica. Left-footed centre-back, French youth international, 23 years of age now, has played over 118-19. I think Bundesliga appearances, nine goals, seven assists. Um, can play at left-back as well and has done on 17 occasions for his club. Uh, and has played and started in every single game this season for Frankfurt, bar one, which was the previous DFB Pokal game uh, that Frankfurt played in. But UFA, UEFA Super Cup after they won the Europa League last season, uh, Bundesliga games, Champions League games, and the first DFB Pokal game, he started in all of them. Um, he is a very key part of that team and refused to sign a new deal, wanting to take that next step forwards. And of course, would come in as a brand new um kind of competitive option to Gabrielle, which I think is a good move. We need to make sure that we step up from Rob Holding. And I think that Ndika is definitely a good player to have that ability to do. Um, yes, lovely stuff. Okay, that's uh, that completes part one and your questions. Let's move to part two. Uh, and that's, hold on, that's part one and the news. Let's move to part two and your questions. Wow, really thrown off this morning. Uh, let's go to that. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's go to part two uh, and uh, tackle some of the questions in the chat box. Uh, Marcus says, uh, uh, Hakim Ziyech is a good call, but why not performing? Why is he not performing at Chelsea? Hakim Ziyech, I don't think is the right player for Arsenal. Uh, he's a right-sided player, which, yes, I could. you could argue we need backup for Saka, but he's not the style of player that I really want to see supporting Saka. He doesn't have the pace, the explosiveness that I want to see. He's, Got the dribbling ability, for sure. Um, and I really would like to see kind of a player with more explosiveness and pace and speed and similar to that as Saka than I would um, uh, Hakim Ziyech join Arsenal. Uh, Vero says, Martinelli over Vinicius. In my opinion, uh, GM has the work ethic that may have seen Brazil over the line. Brazil played like a winning was their birthright and shot themselves in the foot. I mean, Arsenal have done that in the past on many occasions. Uh, Simon says, any news on Facundo Torres? Not since those reports, you know, back in, I think it was early November, that suggested Arsenal had kind of really had serious talks with Orlando City. Nothing really since that. He has been at the World Cup, of course, which may have interrupted any potential move for him or any extra information coming out. He didn't play, I think, a single minute for Uruguay. 
Um, but uh, yeah, nothing on him. Uh, Pedro says, how much do you think Guardiol, Guardiol, the RB Leipzig Croatian centre-back? Oh, you're, you're going to have to pay a massive fee. I mean, Chelsea are the ones that are said to be really interested. If they can get a pair of Guardiol and Fafana, I'd say that's a very good centre-back pairing for the future, isn't it? You know, But it's going to cost you upwards of £160 million, um, in, in total when you've already paid 80-odd million, I think, for Fafana. So if they're going for that, they really money is no option for Chelsea, it seems. Below says, do we have a tactical breakdown on D-Cut? We don't yet, but I'm hopefully going to be bringing you one as soon as I can. Uh, Coop Dog says, what are your predictions for the game? I'm an optimist. I'm going to go for a 2-1 England win uh, because I could score both goals, of course, and uh, Ramsdale to come on and save a penalty. <laughs> uh, Sean says, honestly, no, no worries about Eddie. Uh, Jesus could be healthy by the time that the Europa League restarts. When does the Europa League restart? Europa League dates 2022-23. Let's have a quick look at when those games will be. The uh, round of 16. Annoyingly, uh, Google doesn't really show me. Uh, Europa League matches league dates uh, on the UEFA website. Uh, match day four. Yeah, we've done that. Round of 16, uh, which, of course, there was a playoff round on the 16th and 23rd of February. The round of 16 starts on the 9th of March, with the second leg taking place on the 16th of March. So there's a good chance that uh, Gabriel Jesus will have returned uh, by March, and we will have him back for those Europa League knockout rounds fingers crossed um pedro says by the way it's snowing here in devon just like it's christmas it's not snowing here uh pedro but uh <laughs> who knows maybe things will change it's been ridiculously cold and icy around here uh, i thank you so much for the donations as i'd like to reiterate how rafinha has regressed uh i don't think he's necessarily regressed at barcelona i've enjoyed watching some of his games at barcelona i think he's a big part of why barca still sit top of the table um however he didn't have a good world cup um, but I did always say, don't judge players on their World Cup performances. So I have to maintain that consistency. And I'm not going to judge Rafinha on his Brazil World Cup. Um, but uh, it was disappointing. Uh, GSM says, question, is Danilo definitely coming in January? Are there other options? He's not definitely coming because we haven't reached an agreement with Palmeiras. And there are other clubs that are interested in him, like Monaco, uh, for instance, are very interested in uh, Danilo. I think that the thing is, and we talked a bit less, uh, about this on the Twitter space. We did this uh, yesterday. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head who it was. It might have been Georgie, I think, that said and explained uh, very you know, coherently about the idea that the reason why he's available in January and why Arsenal probably won't be able to get him in the summer is because of how the Brazilian league runs annually, calendar year, rather than across the years, like 22-23, like we have. Um and it's going to be difficult to get him in a summer transfer window. My problem is, is then you're going to have to invest 20 to 25 million on a player that's probably not going to have an immediate impact this season. And because of that, I'm not sure if it's the right player to go through for when we know that we need something right now. Uh, fingers crossed um, that we get something on that because we need a midfielder and we need them to make an impact this season. And I'm not sure Danilo would. Uh, Machiavelli says, do you think Arsenal signing Indica is a proactive approach? We don't need to be in the difficult situation before we do such deals. When uh, was the last time we had such a deal in place? The last time I remember Arsenal doing something like this was Podolski. Do you remember when we signed Podolski from Cologne in like March? Well, we agreed a deal really early on and then he signed in the summer. I think Podolski might be the last time we did something like this. 
Um, but that wasn't a free move. I think we paid for Podolsky. So I can't remember the last time we signed a pre-contract agreement with anyone. Of course, Arsenal can't do that with Tielemans because he plays in the same league as Arsenal in the same country. We can do it with Evan and Dika because, of course, he plays in Germany. So I don't remember. Um, but it is definitely a proactive and very smart piece of business because Arsenal need to sign another centre-back. We know that. We are losing Pablo Marie, it seems. I mean, if we have a look at the Serie A table right now, and the reason why this is relevant is because, of course, uh, if Monza, which is where he was sent on loan, stay up, it means that they have to have an obligatory purchase clause to sign Pablo Marie, who is still, of course, going through that recovery. Uh, Monza are 14th. They are how many points above the drop zone? Nine. They are nine points clear of Cremonense uh, in 18th. So you'd say they've got a really good chance at this moment in time, Monza, of staying up. And that would mean that Pablo Marie would have to be bought out by the Italian side. And so Arsenal would certainly still need to sign a left-footed centre-back because I think Rob Holding's future at the club is probably coming to an end. Uh, Lucas says, why is no one talking about a Nelson Gabby Saka front line? Wasn't Arteta initially training Gabby as a striker when he first arrived? He still has been. Uh, Martinelli has been coached in the striker role uh, consistently and has been operating there on a number of occasions for Arsenal in training. Uh, Nelson... I still have my question marks about Nelson. You guys know I've got my question marks about him. Had a great performance against Forrest. Don't take that away from him. I just need more. Uh, and I'm not sure he's yet convinced me of that. Um, but if we are to start those three, then go for it. I personally think that we can make do with him. Well, make do. I think he's more than making do. I think Nketiah is going to be fine. My, my estimation is Nketiah will be fine. I don't think he's going to be Jesus. Who on earth is Jesus? And by the way, we did this uh, Twitter space yesterday. I kind of the, the idea of doing this Twitter space that we did was because I've had comments in the chat box. I've had comments in the comment section. I've had comments on social media saying that Arsenal aren't serious title contenders unless they go out and buy a striker to replace Jesus. They are not taking this title race seriously, I've been told, apparently, uh, if they don't go out and sign a striker. And yet, when I did this Twitter space yesterday... <laughs> I don't think we had one person say that we should add a striker on top. We had one person say they would lean towards signing a striker more so uh, than a wide player because they felt that the wide player market wasn't necessarily um, that, you know, bursting with talent that was available, which is fair um, because I still think that there are question marks over a lot of the targets that we are linked to in the wide areas. But I think there's a risk associated with, with all of them. But then when asked the question, who do you sign a striker? It's not an easy one to answer. So, Maybe I am just overestimating how many people are actually that upset and angry that Arsenal might not sign a striker this January. Maybe maybe it's kind of that, the 1% of the 1%, if you will, the hysteric 1% that are kind of clamouring for a striker. Um, I think that Arsenal, if they go for the midfielder and the wide forward, we will be good. I think that Eddie Nketiah is a good backup option. I just don't think that he's going to bring you as much as Jesus is going to bring you. But to find that, to find someone that can give you what Jesus is going to give you, you're going to have to spend a stupid amount of money on somebody. And it's unlikely. I mean, the closest comparable option, I think most of us would agree, is probably Joao Felix. But you're going to have to spend a silly amount of money to sign him. And then that's going to stop you from signing the wide player that we need and the midfielder that we need in a position that we're getting back, you would hope, fingers crossed, in February, maybe March at the latest, we can hope. Um, so, yes. But it was an interesting space. Really good contributors. And I definitely want to do more of them in the future. Uh, Francois says, Tom, when you do the same thing again and again and expect different results, that's called insanity. Martinelli is very direct in his football. He deserves to come in for Neymar, period. Uh, absolutely. I don't know what Chite was doing yesterday. It was I was very critical. Very critical. 
Um, Vero says, how many come there's no links with Juventus players after their financial issues? Which players would you take? Of course, you look to Locatelli. Of course, you look to Chiesa as players that I would look to sign from Juve. But it's, it might not be as is. You know, we, we're told what we're told. Um, but we don't know if really they're going to allow players to leave. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Simon says, if, if Clive is watching. Hi, Clive. <laughs> Clive likes to tune in for these shows, either live or on catch-up. I'm sure he's there. Um, Mark, who I told you that, Tom. Sorry, Mark, but you weren't on the space, Mark. But I know that you were talking about it on uh, on Twitter. Um, but you didn't turn up to the space, Mark. I would have loved to see you and get your opinion because I know you held a different viewpoint to me uh, on social media. So if you do, please indeed do show up in this in the spaces. It's definitely worth uh, jumping in for to have a little chat about. Uh, Fuad says it's going to be great not having Sunday slash Thursday football for the next few months. Because personally, I'm not a big fan of it. I can't wait to play on Tuesday, or Wednesday next season. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we've got a great chance, you'd think, really, uh, of uh, of getting into the Champions League next season. Uh, Paul says, how much will we get for Austin Trusty if we buy? We don't even need to buy Ndika. Just get Ndika. Uh, and why do you think that Nketiah is so disrespected given he does what he does? So good at, well, you know, he's so good at in terms of scoring goals. Um, I think Trusty, we spent about five, three to five mil on I think we would get, you know, hopefully double that. If you think back to Christian Bielik, who we sold um, to Birmingham City. Uh, no, Derby, wasn't it, before he left for Birmingham City? We have to, uh, we sold him for about £10 million. Although, I'm not sure how much of that we've actually got because I think Arsenal waived some of that figure because of Derby's huge financial problems. So, we might expect that. That might be on hold for a bit for the future. But... Um, you know, I think that we should be looking to get between eight and ten, maybe more for trustee. Maybe we send him out on loan to a top league side next season and see him flourish. And then he's still on a long enough contract that we get even more for him. I think that's probably the way forward is we send him on another loan next season if we get Evan and Dika. Um, and why do I think Enketia is so disrespected? Because he's a known quantity. People know what he is. People know what you get from Enketia. You know, the, the whole new toy syndrome, you know, that side of things, that's always going to be there. I personally don't think that Eddie Nketiah is the future of Arsenal Football Club. I don't think he's going to be Arsenal's number 14 or number 9 in the starting role for the foreseeable. Do I think he can be a decent backup option? Yes. And I think he's proven that and I think he proved that at the end of last season that when he's given a run of games in the Premier League with the starting 11, he scores goals. And I think he deserves that chance. First game in pre-season, mid-season break, if you like, he scores. Let's hope he scores again against Milan. Um because we're going to need him to continue to kind of, you know, silence those doubters. That's what's important. Um, Tony says, Tom, why are you talking to a magnifying glass? <laughs> this is called a um, spit guard, I think is what they call it. Um, it's basically, it stops when I'm enunciating words uh, from like little bits of spit hitting the microphone and causing little crackles. So that's uh, that's what it's there for. So, Tony, I hope that gives you an answer to what this little thing is. But this whole setup now, I mean, you know, because of you guys and the support you've been able to bring, we've been able to improve the equipment. So we've got, like, microphone arms and stuff and obviously the graphics. And there's a massive, like, if I just turn this over, this stuff, uh, all the soundproofing that goes behind me, it's probably made you go all seasick now doing that. I know I turned you to face a plug, but uh, yeah. So there's lots of stuff now that uh, has really helped uh, kind of the channel. Um, so thank you for all the support you've given because it's because of this magnifying glass that you get the quality uh, audio sound that you get. Um, hopefully that we can improve things even further for you in the future. Um, let's go to Adam who says, we were never in the title race and we are, uh, we are, we were never in the title race. We are in a position that no one thought we would be in. So why upset things just to get a strike? What do you mean we're never in a title? 
We're five points clear. <laughs> How could you? We're five points clear at the top of the table. Of course, we're in the title race. We're 14 games in. You know, you can't say we're not in a title race right now. What are we doing? You know, we're five points clear of Man City at the top of the table. Of course, we're in a title race right now. We might not be come April. Sure, we might have fallen out of things. But as of now, we are absolutely in a title race. <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind. Pop Shield is another name for it. Thank you, Mark. Indeed, that's the other name. Pop Filter. Thank you. Um, John says, uh, Tom, morning, mate. I asked this question yesterday and didn't get an answer. I'm sorry, John. It's a very, very busy uh, chat box. Uh, so I'll ask it again. Will FIFA compensate Arsenal over Jesus's injury? Answer, I think so. And the reason why I think so is I think that there is an article that went out on the site on, on Football London yesterday. Gabriel Jesus... Let's try and find it. Uh, yes. How much could Arsenal earn from Gabriel Jesus' compensation plan by Josh Holland? Let me find it. After the injury was picked up whilst Jesus was away on international duty with Brazil, the FIFA Club Protection Programme ensures that the Gunners will receive monetary compensation from January onwards. The fee is not available for the first four weeks from the injury taking place, but the insurance policy covers injuries to national team players for future months. Installed by the European Club Association, the programme ensures that FIFA provides compensation for the losses encountered by the club player salary during the time the player is unavailable. In Jesus's case, Arsenal will be covered until the forward returns to full training or competitive matches, whichever comes first. Whilst it remains difficult to predict when Jesus will return with early indications insisting potentially February, the club will receive money from December 31st and Football London have worked out how much the North London derbies will acquire. Payments are capped at 7.5 million, 6.5 million euro, uh, pounds uh, for the year and with a daily rate of 20,000 euros-ish being paid out after the first four weeks. So in January, the Gunners are due to receive 532,000 before reaching 1 million of the compensation in February with a further £496,944 added. If Jesus' return is delayed and he returns at the end of March, the club would pocket another £550,000. So if he's indeed out until uh, March time, Arsenal could get in around £1.5 million, which, as Josh points out, his piece could pay for a loan fee for another striker, potentially. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Neil says, Tom, what's your opinion on Trossard? Great player, I think would be a very good option, but you do run the risk of, of course, having to invest quite significantly because he still has a year left on his contract after this season and Brighton don't want to sell on the cheap. Um, and I think that they would certainly ask for a big fee because they're going to activate the option in his contract to extend by a year. Um, but would be a very good supportive option. And I would be in support of a potential Trossard deal. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Alvi says, what do you think of Mitama from Brighton? Again, another Brighton option I'd like. I like him a lot. I'm not sure how I'm not sure how good he is really, but I like him. There's something about Mitama that I quite like. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Ronald says, if we sign Mudrick and Delilo in January, what position do we sign in the summer? I think you start to have to look at strikers and that striker situation. I think you have to look at potentially uh, a fullback I think that the right-back situation, yes, White's been great. But if you can improve and you can bring in a more offensive option at right-back, why not go and do that? And I also think that we are going to have to start planning for the long-term Partey replacement, you know. And I think that's definitely going to be in the minds of the club as well. So looking to find someone who's that. Is that Ibrahim Sangara? Maybe. Uh, but I think we've got to try and find the player who is going to replace Partey uh, in the long term. Um Manu says, not a Netherlands fan at all, but Argentina has become my first country I support against 
No classical at all in the contrast with the classy Japan. I think, uh, let me have a look, because I'm sh pretty sure that Van Hal made some pretty bad comments um, about things. Uh, let me see. I'm sure that Van Hal made something, uh, said something about uh, the game, I'm sure. Because I know that there was big things about... Uh, Lionel Messi says, Netherlands coach Van Hal disrespected him before the Argentina uh, game. Let me have a quick look if I can try and find the... The quotes, they'll be somewhere. Just annoying that ESPN starts playing a video that I don't want. Uh, I feel disrespected by Van Hal after his pre-game comments and some Dutch players spoke too much during the game. Uh, Van Hal had suggested ahead of the quarterfinal that Messi did little to help his team when they don't have the ball. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know where the comments are, though. I don't know if they even include them, but I'm pretty sure that Van Hal said some pretty bad things about not bad things but you know he, he really goaded Argentina before the game so if you're going to goad somebody you've got to win and if you're going to put in that performance that the Netherlands put in which was let's be honest terrible like the Netherlands were bad so they're very fortunate to come back in the end and the only reason they came back is they started deciding they were going to play football so you know <laughs> I'd have no problem really with with it you know Argentina did what they did um, and if I was one of the Argentina players after I'd just been told, you know, that you're not that you, you, you know, all this talk before the game, probably would have gone a little bit like that as well. Maybe that's me, maybe I'm a bad person, <laughs> but uh, I don't really have too much of a problem with what Argentina did, to be honest. Um, other than the guy that kicked the ball at the subs bench, I mean, that went a bit too far. Uh, Ronald says, How much money would you pay for Sergei Milinkovic Savic in the summer? Um, it's a good question. How much is left on his contract? Because that's important. Milinkovic Savic. How much is left on his... I think he runs through like 2025, maybe. Uh, 24. So he has two years left on his contract. I think I'd pay 50 to 60 in the summer. Wouldn't do that in January. Uh, I don't see that happening in January at all. Uh, Yomi says, Argentina won't get any job against... Cro any joy, sorry, against Croatia. Let's see. You know, the Netherlands kind of played a little bit like Croatia in a sense of absorbing pressure and trying to hit on the break. And ultimately then, you're really throwing the balls into the box towards the end. Massive congratulations, by the way, to Croatia. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, but uh, I think that Argentina might just have a little bit more than what Brazil had. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, I'm, in, I'm impressed as I to relay what SMS was. Yeah, you know, you think it was a messaging service, but no, um, we use SMS all the time to describe Sergei Milinkovic Savic. Tom, you bad man, says GGT for you. I'm sorry. I kind of like that little bit of bands. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I thought it was funny. I did. I can't help it. Maybe that's just the weaknesses in me. Anyway. Thank you so much, guys, uh, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time, as always. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe if you're new. Make sure you are subscribed, as always. Sometimes that YouTube deceives you by thinking that you're subscribed when you're actually not. Uh, so do make sure you're, you're checking that. And also, if you do listen on your audio platforms, uh, I had a look through some of our uh, reviews the other day. Uh, the last review that we've got was three stars. Someone left a three-star review. The reason why, apparently, is my fault. I have to take ownership. Apparently, the reason why is that I talk too quickly. Uh, and whilst it was good content, I talk too fast, which is fair enough. I'm sorry. I can only apologize if I talk too quickly. It's just who I am. I should probably slow down. I've been in this business a long time. Uh, and talking slower, I'm sure, would be better for people. I, I try to talk as coherently 
as possible. Um, but if you don't mind how fast I talk and you do enjoy the show, do leave us a five-star review on iTunes and on Spotify. And if you're on iTunes, you can also leave us a written review. That would be great as well. But thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time. I'll be back tomorrow morning uh, with more information, more updates, and more reaction, of course, to the quarterfinal results of the World Cup. And fingers crossed, Bakaya Saka comes through with the goods. Uh, see you then. Have a great day, great weekend, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.